before we start the show, we wanted to address what is happening in the United States and all over the world. Black Lives Matter every day. We stand in solidarity with black communities. We stand in solidarity with the protesters. And we stand in solidarity against white supremacy and against police brutality. We're saddened and angered by the murders of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Aubrey, and countless others. So sign petitions, share information, and donate if you can to organizations like the NAACP Legal Defense Fund. We understand that growing up in Canada can sometimes feel like living in a bubble. Sadly, there is racism throughout the history of our country. There's systematic racism towards the Indigenous people. And I encourage you to seek out the Legacy of Hope Foundation, learn about that, and donate if you can. Educate yourself, listen to what Black communities are saying, and make a commitment to change. And I would like to add, for people who are film junk listeners and ball junk listeners, uh, we released our Spike Lee Premium this week. And for the first month, all proceeds are being donated to the Act Blue Racism and Police Brutality Funds, which is spanning a bunch of charities. You can look into it. There's definitely links on the website. So uh, check it out and donate whatever you can. Thank you and enjoy the show. Hey, hey, what do you say? It's time. It's time. Ball Junk episode 41, the Brent Gilchrist edition. Nice. Do you know who that is, Frankie Knuckles? Uh, I've heard the name. I don't know if I could recognize a picture of Brent Gilchrist. It's a guess, man. Frankie Knuckles, we're back with uh, another episode of uh, the Ball Junk Podcast. Finally, uh, we took a lot of time off for yeah. uh, the, the pandemic. Uh, we're now doing this over Zoom, so uh, hopefully uh, we can uh, have a solid internet connection and, and get the show uh, going. Uh, yeah, well, obviously, no sports for quite some time, and a lot of news recently about what could happen and how the leagues are getting back uh, to some version of finishing off per starting in the case of baseball. So it's it's an interesting time. To, where what which sport do you want to start with? Do you want to start with the NBA? Uh might as well. I mean, right. I I. I before the announcement happened, I was definitely unsure of what was going to happen. And we haven't talked a lot. Uh, well, we haven't talked on the show since all this st- stuff happened. But the Pelican schedule, let's start NBA. The Pelican schedule was yes. very fr- front loaded. They had the easiest schedule by far their last remaining games by a long shot in like the NBA. Uh, so there was rumors uh will this will they resume the season will they just go straight to the playoffs hockey announced they would be going to a playoff format right away so i was definitely waiting to see what happened if the if they went straight to the playoffs like 16 teams i was done forever done NBA, with the nba done like <laughs> the, uh, the schedule was like their last remaining games were so easy compared to the beginning of their season that like, it's just, I would have been so, so angry, but Zion finally debuted. He's been amazing. I watched uh, a, a bunch of the games and I don't know. Do you want to talk about what the plan is a bit? Maybe like for the, yeah, for the so season, the, the, uh, the board of governors, they approved a, a 22 team format for restarting the league in late July. Uh, at Disney World, uh, I'm assuming it's at the uh, uh, the ESPN Wild World of Sports Complex, and uh, you know, so all the teams uh, they're all going to be staying in uh, I, I, a couple of the uh, the Disney World uh, resorts. They're not going to be leaving there; they're going to be staying there, and uh, each team is going to play eight games to determine the playoff seedings, and then uh, uh, so it's nine teams from the east. And it's 13, 13 teams yeah. from the West, which includes the Pelicans. Yes. So they're in. Now, the schedule, I, there's still not a lot of details. It kind of seems like if that the team they were going to play is in this new format, they'd play that game, otherwise skip. But I think they would have to skip one other game to, to be – I think it's eight remaining games they plan on doing. Yes, uh, eight games. And, I mean, it's still not – ideal uh 
in terms of the difficulty of their schedule. Like a bunch of the teams they were going to play aren't even in this playoff because they were really bad. The, uh, the Knicks and Hawks, I think, included. But a bunch of their games were against these kind of bubble teams in the West. So, I I mean, you have to beat them to make it. And I, we should say if you're the ninth seed and within, I think, four games of the eighth seed, there's a, a double elimination playoff series to get in where, where the ninth seed would have to beat the eighth seed twice consecutively um, to right. get in. And the eighth seed would have to win once. So, so it's, uh, I, I, I'm okay yeah, it's, with that. I think it could be interesting. I, I mean, obviously, I thought the Pelicans had a really good chance to make the playoffs based on their remaining schedule, as did like uh, odds makers and stuff like that. But I mean, it, it would be pretty exciting for a Lakers Pelicans first round, considering those two teams have basically switched. And I'm assuming the NBA would want that pretty bad. Uh, I, I I would think so. Yes, it would be uh, very entertaining and adding Zion outcome, into the mix too. So yes, and uh, who knows? We may not speak for some time <laughs> after that. Well, I mean, it's the Lakers are probably a much better team, and the Pelicans have been better, but their fourth quarters are just they they pretty consistently play to the level of their competition and then fall apart in fourth quarter. So. Oh, well, that's not good. Um, that's well, what I've seen of them this season. That's that's what I'd say is kind of what defines them. Uh, but it is a different story with Zion back, and I don't know. He's been it, he. It looks so easy. Whatever he's doing, like he looks like he's barely even trying. It's it's so it's so weird. It's like why doesn't everyone do this? <laughs> like he's he's so good so i mean his first his first game when he came in and hit like five back-to-back threes i was losing my mind (laughs) (laughs) i I was so happy and then of course they benched him and they blew the game and i was not pleased with that i get the minutes restriction and all that stuff but oh man those few minutes were the happiest i've been as a basketball fan in a long time alvin gentry's still their coach right yes and you hate that. Well, I, I, I still don't think like whatever's going on in crunch time and his plans for like the end of the game, like it just seems to all fall apart. So their offense is improved. I mean, I know he's known as kind of an offensive coach, but their defense is not great, although it's better with Zion now. And I haven't been that impressed with uh, their crunch time play but they also had like one of the best playoff series i've ever seen when they swept the, the trailblazers so like it seemed like the players were really motivated that series i mean i don't i'm not uh in the locker room i don't know where to separate coaching from effort but i don't know i th- i think defense needs to be improved but hey if, so- they, if they make the playoffs i'll i will be happy are you uh, are you comfortable making uh, a prediction right now of uh, who would be in the finals? In the NBA finals? Yes. Uh, I think the same as I said before. I believe it was the Lakers and Sixers. Right. And I think I would I would stick with that. My, I mean, possibly one change. I I kind of think this might benefit the raptors a bit too i was thinking that too because like because they're an I'm, older team they have a lot of older guys right so they've had a huge yeah. rest uh, people are posting pictures of marcus all like he seems to be in really good shape and uh i don't know like them for them having a huge break like that it, it could really benefit them and it, it also they're, seems like kevin durant has said he will not return no matter no matter what so no he's done i mean the Raptors, the Bucks, obviously are a huge factor in the East as well. But the the Raptors did pretty well against them last year and had good defensive strategies for Giannis. So I don't I know. Was, I, I, I wouldn't be really surprised, surprised if the Raptors made. It. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Milwaukee made it either. But uh, right. I still think Philly, uh, Lakers, and Lakers win would be my my guess. 
boy, that would be a wonderful day if that comes true. Yeah, I, I think it's almost locked in at this point. Lock and, in. Uh, you know, I just I, I don't think uh, LeBron had enough time to uh, to get that MVP. Yeah, who would get it? I, like Giannis, I would think, or am I missing someone? No, I don't think you're missing anybody. I think uh, they would probably give the, it to the him. The best record by far. I don't, like he's been he's been great. So I, I would assume yeah. he, would, he would get the MVP. I know there's um, a lot of people thinking Anthony Davis. Uh, but I, I, I guess I don't see that at this point. I think it would be even be LeBron over Anthony Davis at this point. And uh, now they did say that uh, the players are going to be tested for the coronavirus every day. I believe so. That's the plan. And and, and staff, uh, I think. If they're if their families are with them, like no, they're not allowed to go into Disney World at all in between games. Yes. Which is a shame. Um, so the NBA is not the only uh, sport league going to uh, Disney World. So Major League Soccer, they're doing exactly the same thing. They're taking over a whole Disney hotel. And their, uh, their tournament, uh, they're doing a World Cup-style tournament that's going to run July 8th through August 11th. And it's all 26 teams are going to take part. And so, it's just Sorry, the can same. you say those dates again? Uh, July eighth through August eleventh. Oh, okay, All right. that sounds better. First, I thought I didn't hear the August the first time. I'm like, they're doing this in four days. I, like, oh, <laughs> that, uh, that would be amazing. I mean, I think it's a good idea uh, to like for a sport that isn't that popular to try to get like loan exposure. I guess I'm I'm surprised hockey didn't rush back faster or try to, and even baseball I think has been on the decline for a while and they seem to be having the most trouble coming to an agreement with stuff. So I don't know. I, I'm not the hugest MLS fan. I've gone to a few games here and there. I'm almost more interested in the Canadian soccer league uh, because I've gone to a Forge game and stuff like that. And uh, Right. The, uh, well, I think the, the, like, the idea of doing a World Cup tournament for the MLS I think is an amazing idea because I think it actually would get people watching it on television because it's, you know, yeah. you know, you lose in your out type thing. So the tournament is the tournament is going to have uh, uh, three group stage matches across uh, 16 days. So the top two in each of the six groups, along with the four best third place finishers will move to the knockout stage round of 16 quarterfinals, semifinals and finals. Now they could get uh some pretty decent television ratings, but I think the one drawback is that this may be more popular than anything else that the MLS has ever done. Yeah. I mean, there is this idea of elimination or like the importance of games in these, uh, like going straight to playoffs and all that stuff, which definitely makes it more interesting. That's why people love March madness too. Right. So, uh, I don't know it. We'll, we'll see. I think it, it probably could only be a positive thing as long as nothing goes wrong health wise with people. Yeah, I like I think NBC is televising most of the games. Um uh they're gonna the games are gonna be at nine in the morning, eight PM and at ten thirty PM. Uh they just they wanna avoid Is that nine AM Eastern or Pacific? Eastern. Okay, I will not be seeing any of those games. <laughs> <laughs> that will not be happening. Uh yeah, they wanna avoid the uh the Florida heat. Oh, that makes so, sense. Oh, that makes yeah. sense. Okay. That's why. Okay. I was like, seems like weird times, but that makes perfect sense. Yeah. And then the, uh, the cool thing is that the, uh, the tournament winner, uh, doesn't matter whether it's an American or a Canadian team is going to earn a spot in the, uh, the, the, uh, CONCACAF champions league. So there's a lot more than just cool. the, uh, the MLS championship on the line here, which is pretty cool. So I'm almost surprised uh, they're, I, they're doing it outdoors. Like I know I'd seen a um, Toronto FC game in the Rogers center and they've done some, I mean, I, I, I think it's better outside, but I'd be surprised. They, I, well, maybe it's better to be in open air as well. Maybe that's a better health thing. So, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not an expert. I would but... say that's probably uh, a good reason to do it all outdoors. Hmm. I might check yeah. that out. We'll see. 
Yeah, I think that's a pretty good idea. Uh, now, the NHL, they also, you know, announced a, a plan to come back, but um, they're really, really taking it slow, uh, trying to figure out exactly what they're, or they're doing. Like, I know they said uh, 24 of the league's 31 teams are going to resume play, um, and they're going to do a play-in round, a best of five with uh, seeds, uh uh, what is it? Five through twelve? Is that how it works? Yeah, five through twelve uh, like to that, figure yeah. out the other four teams that'll make the top eight, and the teams that aren't playing in that early round robin are, are going to play some sort of games with each other because they're concerned that they won't really have that competitive edge. And well, I'm so like ha- I was. Isn't it kind of just playoffs? It's more like just an adjusted bracket based on those bottom level teams. Yeah, so yeah, it's going to okay. be like a best of five, and then okay. those those winners move into the playoffs. But I think the, the having the, the 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 top four seeds just kind of sitting there, uh, there's concern that they're not going to have like you know that competition mm-hmm. level that the other teams have just played a best of five series. So you know there may be like a, just a round robin tournament to determine seedings for the top four teams as well going on at the same time. Uh, but I know the players haven't. Uh, uh, you know, come to a deal to resume any of that or start any of it, but uh, things are kind of moving in the direction. Um, boy, they better get a start on it soon. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'm kind of excited for hockey. I have to say the way, the way the cutoff worked, I'm, I'm a fake hockey fan. I've kind of said that before. Like I, I, yeah. I like it. I kind of watch the playoffs, but I certainly don't follow it uh, that much, but like, just at a brief glance, the your team, the Habs, made the playoffs, and yes. the team I I would say I'm a fan of, the Sabers, are is it three three points back? Let me get ex- exactly. It might even be less, but had two games in hand. Like the Habs had played two more games than them, so had more points. I know they did something with winning percentage, but it seems kind of weird that where they kind of drew the line with some of this stuff because if they had won two games and the Habs didn't play, they would be higher than them. So, I I mean, I'm not crazy about it. I'll be honest. Uh, I know everyone is saying, well, who wants to make it? And the Habs are just going to play Pittsburgh. I've kind of said before, or we talked a bit briefly. I, I'm putting a lot of well, not a lot. Like I'm putting money on the Habs to win that series. Uh, I hope everyone thinks that the Penguins are going to dominate because whenever these narratives get built up, like oh, who cares? Who cares who makes the playoffs? They're just going to lose anyway. Of they are not going to lose. That that was my whole justification for predicting a Pelicans or at least I said a sweep either way, but a sweep when the Pelicans played the trailblazers a few years ago because everyone just said, Oh, this is going to be, this is so evenly matched. It's going to be the, a really tough series, seven games, everyone, seven games, seven games. I don't know. It's a toss up sweep. It's going to be a sweep guaranteed. So, uh, yeah, Habs are going to win that. So you'll be happy. Maybe I was, uh, I I was concerned that, uh, uh, the teams that are playing in the round Robin would be exempt from the draft lottery. But if you, if you lose, like you you are in the playoff tournament, but don't make the official playoffs. Right, you're you're. I was concerned that they would be omitted from the draft lottery because they were in a playoff. But uh, but if you lose in that uh, that play in round, then you're in the draft lottery. So I mean, like the like here are the Penguins who were the fifth best team in the East. You know, if they lose to the Canadians in the playing round, now they're eligible for the draft lottery, which is crazy. Yeah, and kind of makes me a little more uh, disgruntled about the Sabres because I heard a lot of people, Justin, well, at least you're in the, the the lottery or whatever, and apparently it doesn't matter. So, oh, well. I, well, I, and then I also heard uh, rumors that uh, Jack Eichel wants out. Oh, I'm not surprised. <laughs> 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 that is not a shock to me. They have not done well the last few seasons. I guess the Devils would qualify in the same way. Uh, yes. And actually, well, the Islanders are in, but the Devils had same games played and same points as the Sabres. So. There must be something that we're missing because, like, I, I don't know. If I was one of those teams, I would put up a big fuss, I think. 
Yeah. I, I'm, I, again, I have not followed the hockey stuff that much. So I honestly haven't followed much at all. I, I mean, we haven't talked about this. I am not missing sports as much as I thought I would. No, like, eh? no, like, uh, I mean, football was done. I, I definitely like follow football the most now or watch it the most out of all the sports, but, and I do love the playoffs. So I'm excited for those to come back, but the day in day out stuff, I don't know. It just, maybe I'll like it when it comes back, but I haven't been missing it all that much. I've just kind of found other stuff to do. So I think it is, I, I'm, I'm sure I'm not alone. I know a lot of people are really missing it. Like the, it was a lot of my friends, uh, but I just haven't felt like I'm, I'm missing all that much. It's weird. You, you know what? I, I, I don't think that's weird. Uh, um, you know, as far as regular season sports goes, the only ones that I really paid any serious attention to uh, was the the NFL and, and and baseball. Like I didn't watch a lot of regular season basketball just because you know the Lakers were you know they they start their home games an hour after I go to bed. So yeah. like I, I didn't really get to see a lot of them. And, you know, I mostly lost a lot of interest in the NHL a, a couple seasons back, but um, so I, I guess I haven't really um, found that I've been missing it too much either, just because I really didn't watch it a lot on a regular basis. Anyway, um, I was totally expecting uh, um, I subscribed to MLB TV and I was, hundred percent convinced that they were going to take the payment out, even though the season hadn't started yet, but they did. did. No. Okay. No. Well, I should we, there's... should we talk about baseball then? And yeah, uh, yeah we briefly talk about that. Sure. I will just say, I saw a headline the other day, you know, proposed 48 game schedule. Uh, That's from the owners. Yeah. And I, I know yeah. there's been back and forth and different 48 game schedule got me really excited like for baseball like i would actually this this could get me back into baseball when games are like that important and although if they they treated every game like a playoffs those playoff games can really drag on with pitching changes and stuff like that but uh they did make a whole bunch of new rules this year right in regards to pitching changes oh i'm i mean okay i still think like the time between pitches is still really long and I haven't, I well, even like the, the new rules with that least, did not change much to me with the, uh, the rule that they have this year is that when you bring in a pitcher from the bullpen, he has to face three batters. That's good. I like that. Yeah. So you can't just swap in and out for lefty and righties when you need to. So, um, I think they're hoping like that'll cut down on some of the time because, you know, when they go to commercial break, when they bring in a pitcher, uh, that's, you know, that's a good, you know, five, six, seven minutes sometimes before yeah. we're back to gameplay. So, and I'm sure they're playing the the game with they, in some part, probably liked it because it's more commercial revenue too. I don't know the financial right. structure for commercials and if it's just like a, I don't know how they do it, but I don't know. It's I think it's hurting people's interest in baseball. So, I'm uh well, yeah, because like the the owners wanted a 48 game series and then basically salaries that would equal to that but then the players they uh they proposed an 89 game season with full salaries and you know i'm not going to shed a tear from a baseball team owner uh for a baseball team owner but like i do understand that a lot of that revenue is from ticket sales and a lot of that revenue is from concessions and when you don't have any of that paying out those salaries that could be a real kick in the pants yeah i mean i'm sure with all these leagues a huge part of it is players like not the superstars but players who make league minimum and veterans and people just you know that aren't don't have the super high-end paychecks in the league so i'm sure that's a huge factor for all these leagues and the point of the players associations but I don't know. I, I have to admit, I am excited by the idea of a of a short baseball season. Yeah, it could be super cool. And you know, you mentioned that uh, um, you know the, the the players that make you know more money would uh, you know wouldn't want to get back uh, to playing as soon as uh, some of the players that make a lot less would. And that's kind of like exactly what it's been happening in the NFL, where they had the um, the recent. Uh, uh, 
vote, right? That was between the uh, the Players Association and the and the actual NFL owners in regards to I can't remember what it was in regards to, but they had some sort of a vote, and it was seemed like the the team delegates who were players that made a lot of money uh, were uh, against agreeing to whatever proposal. And a lot of the players that made less were like, no, 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 let's get out there and, and, and play because I've got a short you know amount of time. I've only got like two or three seasons to make what I can make. But uh, yeah, I mean, the NFL is still like, I, I don't know. They're kind of saying they're going to play. It's, I don't think there's anything they're waiting to see what happens with other leagues. So there's not a, ton of stuff to talk about there no i mean right now they're scheduled to begin i think still it's september 10th i think i don't think that has uh changed yeah, anything i don't think so and, either and there would just be i think they're talking about doing less preseason games um yes so i but i mean a lot of this is gonna hinge on how the next few weeks and few months go so and oakland is now officially in vegas right as far as i know I think uh, beginning of next year, I think, like January, I think is supposed to be when uh, they move into their new stadium. Like when I was in Vegas back in uh, November, you know, we drove past the stadium a couple times and they were building it pretty damn fast. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, their name's officially changed. So I'm assuming they're playing in uh, in Raider. It looks like the stadium's just looking at some photos that it's done. So how long until there's a baseball team and a basketball team in Vegas? I don't know. I don't know how this is. I, I honestly have no idea how this is going to play out with a Vegas team. Um, hockey I, seems to be doing well there. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, now if if sure they they made it to the Stanley Cup Finals in their yes. very first <laughs> season, and and you know they're doing well in this season, but you know let's see what happens if they have you know three or four losing seasons in a row. Or, are the locals going to be as supportive or is it just going to be people who are in Vegas for that weekend going to the games, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that's still a lot of people, but, uh, based on some of these long running, like shows that still make money in Vegas, there's people who want to do stuff. And, but I mean, Vegas, who knows what that city is going to be like, depending on how things go with uh, COVID as well. So I don't know. It's, I have no idea what's going to happen with that stuff. I, I have no, I could see anything happening. They, um, boy, like the the locals, they really, they love that uh, Vegas hockey team though. Like there was flags and like every place was selling merch and uh, there were just jerseys everywhere, hmm. like inside all of the casinos that were near the arena. So I, I was kind of glad to see that uh, they really embraced that team. That's good. I, I would like to check out a game there sometime. Yeah, I mean, once football's there too, and those seasons are at the same time, that you could organize a nice trip uh, if there was a few games going on, and it could be cool. I, I'm I'm interested. So, what I was talking about before with uh, the NFL contracts, they had a a new collective bargaining agreement between the league and the uh, the players' association. So they agreed to it. Um. It runs through 2030, and some of the changes are the, the playoffs um, go from 12 teams to 14 teams. Right. Oh, yeah, that's right. They added a new, uh, an extra playoff team. And only the first place in the division, or the, the conference, pardon me, uh, gets a bye. How do you feel about that? I like that better, to be perfectly yeah. honest. It's like it, it feels a bit more like substantial to have the best record where like sometimes the difference between the second and third seed was like, who knows what it was like one game. Maybe I'm sure there's exceptions obviously, but I feel like just the best team getting that by is, is better. Yeah. I think that's a cool idea too. And then next season or the season after that, they're going to go to a 17 game regular season. Yeah. I mean, getting rid of preseason stuff, I think is a good idea. Yeah, I think so too. But yeah, I'm. I'm. We'll see what happens. I'm. I am excited, uh, in particular for hockey and basketball. You know, if uh, if if all seasons were you know this condensed and uh, and each game meant so much, you know, <laughs> sports would be way more exciting. Well, I mean, that's why football is like. There's only sixteen games, and there's so much. 
importance on each game that it, it does make it more exciting. And like I said before, March Madness, same way. So uh, I, I kind of see your point. Like once people kind of get a taste for this high stakes sports, Will they? What will it be like going back? But I don't know. I think people just are looking for stuff to keep them entertained and follow. And I think it'll be fine. I think. Uh, again, obviously, I hope all this is like everyone's okay. It's safe to come back, and they're doing all the right stuff. All these uh, excitement and potential is all obviously hinging on no one getting sick or anything bad happening. And I hope they're all doing the right precautions for stuff like that. Um, I know that uh, the the sports that have come back, like the UFC and uh, uh, they've been doing, you know, serious testing. And uh, I, I know the, the WWE, um, I, I, they haven't said whether they're actually doing actual COVID-19 testing. Uh, they have said they're doing temperature checks and then they have a doctor on site who, you know, basically examines everybody and they, you know, they, you know, tape a whole bunch of their shows at a time, but I'm not sure they're actually doing the testing, which is pretty crazy because they, they, they should be. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't watch UFC. I'm not a, a huge fan, but I, I don't know. It seems kind of weird. seems like it would be pretty, and, uh, easy, pretty have- easy to do. They got a lot of cash. I have uh, very serious concerns about my precious Canadian football league, though. I, I, I don't know. Like, if they cancel this like, a whole season, I, I have concerns that the team, that the league might not be able to survive. Yeah, I hadn't even thought about that, really. Have they, have they said anything? or um, like, is it, well, it, it normally is started or starts soon, right? Yeah, I, I think one of the ideas is that uh, the teams in the East – would basically uh, become roommates with teams in the West. And so there wouldn't be any home games played in the East. There wouldn't be any home games in Ottawa, Montreal, Toronto, or Hamilton. And all of the Eastern teams' home games would be in the Western stadiums hmm. because there seems to be less. Uh, or their plans uh, are advancing faster, right? Yeah. Which kind of seems like a weird political, like, like we're – we'll move there because they're saying it's okay to do it there, which I don't know, like obviously no one really knows how this is going to play out. So it seems like a weird way to like use provincial politics to decide <laughs> what to do, but I, I don't know, whatever. I, I haven't been following it that much, so I don't know. Yeah. It's uh, so much craziness going on uh, in, in the world that, uh, uh, you know, nothing will uh, surprise me at all. Uh, so, we uh, last time we had planned to record was uh, in the middle of March. Yeah. And uh, we uh, talked about uh, doing a review for The Way Back, and we were going to have Dax on the show, and, and then all hell broke loose. And, you know, we haven't done anything since. But uh, um, I still want to talk a little bit about uh, The Way Back. You know, it's one of the only sports movies that's uh, – uh, that's out uh, in the last little while. Um, how do you feel about that? Yeah, sounds good. So The Way Back is directed by Gavin O'Connor, written by Brad Inglesby and starring Ben Affleck. And the synopsis is Jack Cunningham was a high school basketball phenom who walked away from the game, forfeiting his future. Years later, when he reluctantly accepts a coaching job at his alma mater, he may get one last shot at redemption. Frankie. Well, I guess what the synopsis. <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. No, uh, like the synopsis doesn't really capture the the heart of the movie, or like it certainly does not. What what the redemption is about, which is like, <laughs> and this is established literally in the opening credits about his alcoholism and stuff like that, right? So, yes. Well, you can blame IMDb. For yeah, that I will. Synopsis. I will. <laughs> uh, but I mean, what, so what did you think of the movie? Uh, I was I liked it more than I thought I would. I I was enjoying it, especially in the first half. I know there's been uh oh there's your dog. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Uh the um the idea something like flight is something we talked about on film film junk a lot, which again deals with alcoholism. And uh it's probably a more captivating story, but I 
was liking the way this movie was handling it in the first hour. And I thought it was kind of interesting. And I guess it's, it's R rated. Like they're swearing and he is, his coaching methods are kind of interesting. And like the, the presentation at first, I thought when they show the first game or they don't even show the game, they just show the score. Right. I thought they were going to do that for every game. Like it was going to be this new take where you don't actually see the games. The drama has nothing to do with the games. It's all outside the games. I would have hated that. Uh, I think I would have liked it. I think it's a cool. <laughs> idea. I think it's a cool idea. I don't know if it would actually work, but that's that's what I thought uh, was going to happen. Oh, but anyway, for- that that doesn't happen. Uh, no. But I like the I like the the execution in the last half, maybe forty five minutes. It's not that long, which is kind of nice. It really becomes like very melodramatic, un unbelievable in terms of. I know he's drunk at points towards the end, but like the series of decision making and how it plays out seems uh, very ridiculous. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I felt like a realistic portrayal of his struggle in the first half was much more effective and how his kind of family was reacting and kind of believable um, weird ways, uh, not weird, but believable ways and, kind of he would like his anger towards that stuff all that stuff made sense and was done really well but the second half it it really kind of came off the rails for me yeah i i completely agree like uh i enjoyed it um you know like i enjoy most uh sports films uh but you know uh i agree that the first half was uh was a lot better even the first two thirds but like i thought um, like foul-mouthed coach Ben Affleck was incredible. Like I thought that he was he was really good in this movie, and I thought like um, the portrayal of his intoxication uh, and drunk Ben Affleck was really good as well. Um, you know, I, I love a good scene that you know we we know he's an alcoholic because he he opens up a bottle of vodka and just drinks straight from the bottle and chugs yeah. it. That's a classic alcoholic scene in any movie or television series i per i preferred the beer in the shower but beer in the shower is good <laughs> uh, you know drinking a whole case of beer throughout an evening yeah and, that's a lot you know, of beer the, that's uh, a lot of beer which is i don't know how someone drinks that much liquid to begin with yeah it's but the you know i like the process of of putting one in the freezer and taking the one out of the freezer and drinking that one. And then when you go to another one, put another one in the freezer like that, and just do that. Okay. So the freezer for ice cold beer. Yeah. The freezer thing. I, I we're kind of joking that he drank 24, which does seem uh, like a lot, but that's like a, not that like melodramatic kind of story touch that makes sense to me. Like, right. Like it, I, I thought that was actually really effective. The idea of like having this, like the cycling and um, like it, it just, it's on, it, it's on the character's mind, right. In a different way that they, they're thinking yes. about what to do next. And uh, that kind of stuff. I liked, I, I thought the stuff with the actual coaching and the, the, the kids on the team was pretty good. I, I, I nothing. Yeah, I thought, yeah, I thought the basketball scenes were good and including um, the quiet player who kind of, he tries to coach to, you know, be more of a leader. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that uh, special relationship that uh, he had with the kid. But like, where this movie goes completely off the rails is when the, you're introduced to his ex-wife and then their story. Uh, I yeah, I'm kind of remembering. Well, like the basically like the it, the movie's been out for a while, so well, I, I not, there's tragedy in their lives, and I'm I'm assuming in their past, and, but that and it comes back into play. Yeah, I mean, I'm. And Kind they of have friends who also have a kid, and oh, their right, friend's right. kid has a a bit of a tragedy as well. And then all of the memories from you know Ben Affleck's uh, past as a parent come floating back, and then he goes completely off the rails. Yeah, I mean the off the yeah when me. he goes off the rails is when I I mean there's this the, like I talked about when he goes out one night it feels it feels like a different character at that point like right in terms of he's been very closed off with 
uh, relationships at any level. And then all of a sudden it's a series of dominoes, which I, I, I don't know, just seemed kind of ridiculous to me for that character. Not that it's impossible for that to happen, but for the character we've been with the whole movie, uh, who's kind of, you know, is a professional drinker in some way to, to kind of make completely reckless decisions. Uh, I, di- I didn't know where that came from. Maybe it is what you're saying and I just kind of missed it and I'm, I'm forgetting some of that stuff, but uh, it was, it was good. I, I, I should say it's on 4k on, uh, on Apple TV. So I rented it or did I buy it? Oh yeah, it was on sale. It was really cheap. So I bought it um, in beautiful 4k and uh, yeah, it's, it was okay. Speaking of, uh, I liked it better than uh, Warrior. I, I've been meaning to revisit Warrior, but yeah. So it's the same director as Warrior, and I believe Miracle. Did he do Miracle? I've never actually seen Miracle. I think he did. You haven't seen Miracle? I'm surprised. It's like the worst sports story in the history of sports stories. I don't know about that, but I'm not. I, I've. I don't. I, I don't remember loving Miracle. I kind of remember liking it, but let me just confirm here. It's on Disney yes, Plus. He, so he, I might check it out. He did do Miracle, and uh, also the Accountant with Affleck, which I was not a fan of at all. <laughs> uh, but yeah, cool. But yeah, no, I thought Affleck was really good, and uh, for the most part, I enjoyed watching the movie. So, uh, I mean, you, he's been uh, pretty. It's been documented his struggles with that stuff too. So. I'm sure. What, uh, what do you give it out of uh, two balls? Uh, a light one and a half. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I, I, will, I will give it a solid one and a half balls. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, speaking of uh, 4K and, and Blu-ray, I did notice today that uh, that uh, director Jay Chiel's Cursed Films is coming out on Blu-ray. Uh, a Blu-ray release, yes. and That is amazing. It's pretty cool, yeah. I, uh, uh, I, an article or a news article on blu-ray.com. He, I, that must be the, the greatest time. thing he's ever felt in his life. It's up there. Probably. He and, loves blu-ray.com. Uh, <laughs> I do want to say that, uh, like, like, I, I like, I know Jay's a good director and, and, uh, you know, I've, I'm, I've very much enjoyed his movies and I thought curse films was super entertaining, but I think what made me, realize uh you know where jay is at uh in his directing was when i saw all of the illegal torrents for cursed films that are out there oh really yeah like there are tons out there on those sites i not that i would ever use one of those sites but you know i've seen those sites and and cursed films was up there and a whole bunch of them huh i hadn't really seen it that's and uh i like I, I understand this may sound crazy, but I was super impressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a demand for it. I guess it's it would be better if people were supporting Shutter because it's kind of right. I, I, as far as I know, it's done pretty well. So, yeah, it's a huge. I, I got the subscription to Shutter. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's very positive news. So, yeah, it's it's good stuff. Yeah, uh, and then also on the topic of Blu-rays, I don't know what's been going on, but. There's something on Instagram with you returning a damaged Blu-ray to Sean and uh, some turmoil, yeah. and I'm I'm super concerned about you guys. What's going on? Oh, it was just uh, I don't even know if I had done it, but there was some indents on a Blu-ray case, and Jay had brought up a past incident uh, relating to a Godzilla Blu-ray, but it's oh. it's all water under the bridge at this point. Nothing to be okay. concerned about. I just uh, I didn't want there to be any drama. No, I mean, there's always drama, but it's it's uh, not serious. Those uh, those film jump commenters, mate, they took it seriously. Really, I thought I uh, I think it's all in good fun, so it's right. It's all good. Uh, speaking of good fun, uh, it's been a while, but would you like to take part in a game of real or fake Magic Johnson tweets edition? Sure. Um. Our original idea, I might add, that was stolen. <laughs> yes. I'm still bitter about that. Your original idea? Yes. Yes. All, <laughs> I'm the one who invented real or fake <laughs> games. 
Okay. So you haven't been reading any magic tweets, have you? No. I, I didn't want you to. Uh, I would never. Ahead I, of time. Even if I like came across it, I would ignore it in the interest of future installments of this game. Good. I appreciate it. All right. So here we go. I am so happy live boxing is back. I just watched Shakur Stevenson put on a show once again, knocking out his opponent with a body shot. Real or fake? Real. It is real. All right. Looking forward to seeing Kobe Bryant on Michael Jordan's The Last Dance tonight. Fake. That's real. I mean, the family had an amazing dinner at the house to celebrate EJ's birthday yesterday. Fake. That is a real tweet. I thought you just, I'm just doing it like mixing it up. They're all, they're all believably real. (laughs) Yes. This is when I applaud and laud LeBron like never before. He's turned into the greatest superstar watchdog for social justice. Real. That's fake. Oh my, I'm doing terrible. That was uh, Skip Bayless who said that. Wow. Um, NBA Hall of Famer Dominique Wilkins was a guest star on the last episode of one of my favorite shows, Billions. (laughs) Real. It is real. All right. There's a different type of school spirit at a historically black institution. My time visiting Grambling in Louisiana was a very special experience. Real. It's fake. Oh my God. That also was uh, Skip Bayless. <laughs> Two skips. <laughs> Another great UFC fight. That's got to be real. <laughs> that is fake. God, I am... that was Will Smith who said that. Uh, who hasn't tweeted since like 2016? And out of nowhere, that was the tweet. Uh, or is no, that just, an old tweet? I, honestly, I just thought of who's probably boring on Twitter, and then I just typed in Will Smith. Okay. Um, just finished watching two of my favorite movies of all time: The Negotiator and Absence of Malice. I've seen both of them multiple times because they have great storylines, multiple A-list actors, and are extremely well written. Wow! I remember liking The Negotiator at the time. I think I I owned it on VHS in high school. Wasn't that Sam Jackson? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, real. It is real. Nice. My beautiful daughter, Elisa, looks great with her new haircut. (laughs) Fake. That's real. Oh, no. Three and six. This is not going well. This is the last one. I can't even. You can't even get 50%. Oh, my God, dude. All right. I'm looking forward to being on CNN with my friend Don Lemon tomorrow evening. Real. That is real. All right. And 40%. Not good. That's Not your good. worst outing ever, I think. Definitely off my uh, real or fake game. <laughs> <laughs> Magic, I apologize. Man, his tweeting is superb. Very good. Very good. I uh, mean, you have that now potentially a, a finals run to look forward to. Oh my God. I I'm can't sure wait. That, that'll just be even more magic tweets. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, Oh yeah. There was something that, uh, I mean, I was thinking about during the, uh, the real or fake thing that, uh, Oh yeah. The, um, just briefly overall, your thoughts on the last dance. Oh, uh, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I don't think I enjoyed it as much as most people. Just the last two episodes I thought were really good when we finally started to get some of that behind the scenes footage that was talked about at the start of the series. Uh, and I thought that stuff was really interesting towards the end, but, um, yeah, it was good. I I mean, it was really easy to watch. Like when the two new episodes came out, it was, you know, I would burn through them both and I, I, 
I wasn't uh, riveted, but it was very entertaining and a, a fun little nostalgia trip. It, uh, you know, I, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I, uh, it made me really miss the the nineties bulls. I only ever got to see, uh, Jordan play live once. And that was when he was with the wizards and he played the Raptors and had a career low two points. And, uh, so it was good to see this Michael Jordan once again. And, uh, like everybody talked about, uh, his like security team being the superstars of the show. Like the dude with the perm, the long blonde perm was yeah. incredible. And, uh, it's crazy that, you know, Jordan had this, uh, these special relationships and, um, you know, the controversy over the, the pizza. I had never heard, game. I had never heard of that before. I hadn't either. I mean, uh, there's, there are different inconsistencies, but there are some pretty interesting, uh, theories out there. Um, there was one brought up by, uh, by, uh, Joe house on the Bill Simmons podcast. Did you hear about that? No. Uh, In one of the Jordan books that's out there, um, Jordan talked about that pizza and that uh, apparently he, like, spat on the pizza so no one else would have any. And uh, the theory is that, you know, and and Jordan had talked about how... Like, Jordan did that? Yeah, Jordan spat on the pizza so no one else would have any. Um, And he had been smoking cigars all evening, and you're not... You know, and like that tobacco juice, you know, whatever, you know, you're not supposed to swallow that. That can make you sick. And so people, and so the theory was that, you know, he'd been smoking all cigars and then he spat on the pizza and then made himself sick. Hmm. That seems like a lot of spit. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I don't know. That sounds kind of crazy. But, uh, well, that's what makes it fun, these crazy <laughs> conspiracy theories. Um, I was super pumped to see, uh, you know, Rodzilla with the NWO in, uh, in one of those episodes. I was that glad was, that they yeah. uh, showed some scenes from that. I was not, a. Is it, am I even, what was the name of that wrestling? WCW. WCW? Wow. I couldn't even, <laughs> I couldn't even remember, but I was, I did not follow that stuff. So, uh, oh, I, I, I totally followed WCW because, um, you know, that's you know that's where all the people that I grew up watching were at the time you mm-hmm. know so um, I followed that and, and seeing Rodman out there and you know wrestling Carl Malone and you know showing up on the Tonight Show and you know all of yep. a sudden Jay Leno's in WCW wrestling a match I didn't know that Rodman Rodman was definitely interesting and Phil Jackson how he handled him and stuff like that I thought that was honestly my my favorite part about Rodman was explaining. Um, how he looked at rebounding. Yeah. You know, and, and just, and kind of studying players and studying how the ball reacts and whether it's spinning, which way it's spinning and which way it's going to bounce off the rim. If it bounces off the rim, I just, I thought that was super fascinating. And, um, you know, it's kind of a, you know, he, he's, he was much more of a intelligent basketball player than, uh, he kind of led on to other people to believe. So, yeah, I, it was it was really good. Yeah, so I uh, I highly recommend people uh, check that out. All right, so let's do I, one. I, I don't know if we should mention it or not. I uh, like the this is our first time recording since the death of Kobe Bryant, which was obviously oh, a shock. Yeah. And I'm 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 I don't know if was he your favorite player or was was Magic um, your favorite player? I, Boy, that's a tough question. I, I think uh, I think I think Magic was always my favorite player, uh, but uh, there was something about uh, uh, you know Kobe Bryant and and you know and you know they actually talked about a little bit about that in the Last Dance and how you know he was more like Jordan than anybody else in terms of his desire to win and his desire to always compete and you know uh, not take any days off and you know. That's something that I always really liked about Kobe, and I think I was the one that told you about it. Yeah, I didn't even know you had. Uh, yeah. You texted me, and I, I had no idea. And uh, yeah, I it's... think I, I texted you something like "Holy shit, Kobe!" And then I think you told me you thought that he announced that he was coming out of retirement. Yeah, to that's, the Lakers. <laughs> that's what I thought. Yeah, I, I could totally could have seen that happening because he was, you know, 
I mean, he is so young, and I, I think he could have played. Like, I, I thought he would be coming back, and I, it was, yeah, very shocking to find out. Very yeah, unfortunate. A, a, ter- a terrible tragedy indeed. And uh, did you watch any of the uh, like the memorial that they did? No. Like uh, like the uh, where they had you know Jordan and all that no. come speak and stuff. Like I, yeah, that. I might have saw a few clips, but not, nothing really. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was nice and uh, obviously um, really tragic about his daughter too. So yeah, and then you see the uh, you know you you see how 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 close he and Shaq eventually became you know and and, and how uh, all of that affected uh, affected him and you know even the other players when you see they showed like clips of uh, uh, you know Tim Duncan was on the bench when he heard about it and you could see like the reaction in his face when he uh, when Pop told him that Kobe had died and you know you see clips of uh, you know LeBron at I think it was at the airport uh, getting off a plane when they all found out I think it's at the uh, Kobe was a guy that uh, clearly affected a lot of uh, today's NBA players. Like the people that are in the NBA now, they grew up watching. Like Kobe Bryant was their guy. So, uh, yeah, no, just uh, just uh, awful news all around with that. And um, you know, Kobe and his daughter and uh, the the other families that were uh, and the people that were on that uh, helicopter. Yeah. Well, Uh, so let's jump into uh, sack time. we love uh, getting feedback from you guys. You can email us at uh, balljunkpodcast at gmail.com or you can uh, send tweets uh, to me uh, at balljunkpodcast or, or at the gas man lives and uh, no social media for Frankie. Nope. He's still good about, good with that. You're happy with it? Very happy. Good. So the first one uh, uh, comes from uh, Ryan Kirby. He says, how do you guys feel about the NBA doing – Oh, how would you guys feel about the NBA doing a Sweet 16 type bracket system for the playoffs? Uh, like, I guess I don't exactly know what that means. Like, it's how do you like feel about that? single elimination, or is it more like reseeding? Yeah, I guess he would say like do a single elimination. Uh I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'd be interested, but I. One game can just be so random and weird stuff yeah. can happen. I think I mean, cause series like are kind would, of important for b- basketball, though. March Madness works like that. So, I mean, uh, you know, the Pelicans can beat any team once. Yes. So, so. yes, they should do <laughs> The Pelicans should beat every team once. Um, and also, you guys liking a December 25th NBA season start. Is that the date they're talking about to start next season? For the season? next season, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm I think that's a good that. idea. Yeah. Christmas Day is big for the NBA, I know the, so cliche, the cliche was it doesn't really start until then anyway with people following it and stuff. So seems like a good time. Uh, next one comes from uh, from, from Twitter. It's at uh, callsign underscore Apollo. I hear they're doing a last dance kind of show on Tom Brady. Do you think they'll have an episode about <laughs> Him French kissing his son, uh, and, and how do you think he'll do next season? I smell a flop. I yeah, we didn't we didn't really talk about that. Yeah, that's a, a big news story. I I guess I, I will watch it based on Brady. I mean, sure. As much like when I was, I hate how good he is because he's ruined my teams many many times even when i was a raiders fan to the dawn that was the dawn of the tom brady era and the snowball which uh i was very angry during uh and i've been many very angry at many bills games but i think he's going to be amazing in tampa bay (laughs) so uh he could be i think kind of think they're gonna win gronk gronk is back he uh he exercised his release from his WWE contract, which he actually did have. Yeah, I just, I just and, think uh, they're yeah with him and they have two amazing receivers, and I'm glad that that team is not in my division. Did I, you know that uh, Rob Gronkowski won a WWE championship I think at I, WrestleMania this year? I did know that, and didn't he lose he, it right away or something like that? Or but no, no, he just recently lost. I think it was oh, last okay. week. No. I didn't know he had it for that long, but uh, yeah, he had a he had a good run with it. <laughs> uh, okay, so the next one uh, is uh, from at Yonato twelve. 
is this fall winter going to be one of the most action-packed sports periods ever uh or will it fizzle out like an anticlimactic wet noodle uh i think it's gonna be pretty crazy right yeah i mean we always talk about this time for playoffs and like it's the start of baseball it's like the best time for sports so it's gonna be that plus football potentially and other stuff yeah it's gonna be should be tons of stuff how could it be bad I 100% agree. Um, next one's from at Taylor 1980. Question uh, for you guys. I know the NFL is still a way off yet, but how do you think the 49ers will fare this season? Is Garoppolo a bust, or does Shanahan need to have more trust in him? I think Garoppolo's pretty good. I think he's pretty good, too. Uh, even I remember watching the Super Bowl. There were many... Not defining, but calls and weird things that could have gone either way. I know a lot of people focused on the one throw, the bomb on their last drive, uh, that seemed uh, that the guy was open, I guess, and people thought he should have made that throw. I mean, quarterbacks miss throws all the time. I th- I think he's pretty good. I I think they're going to do really good. Oh, Debo Samuel. I he he was a rookie. I'm pretty sure he was so good last year. Like every game I watched with him, he he impressed me so much. Uh, I think he is going to be one of the best, if not the best receiver in a few years. I I think he's so good, and he was doing really well. Uh, I I could have cashed out my bet for a big profit. He had like five catches, I think, in, in the first half, and um, I should have cashed out. I didn't. <laughs> I should have. Ca- <laughs> I, I had a lot of Forty ers bets that uh, didn't pan out, but. Um, yeah, I, I I think he's great. I I don't know. I think they're really good. I guess no, they're good. I think they're gonna be fine. Garoppolo is good. I think so too. Um, and uh, finally, we got one from uh, Patrick here. He says uh, Frank has his gaming, but how has Greg handled the lack of sports these past couple of months? Have you been playing more video games? Is that how you've been occupying oh, your yes. time? Many, many more. <laughs> oh really? Oh yeah, I'm playing a lot. Um, gee. What the hell else? What have I been doing? Um, uh, honestly, just uh, you know, catching up on a lot of stuff on uh, um, Netflix and you know Amazon Prime, things that uh, I'd always wanted to watch that never really found the time. Like I went through um, all the seasons of uh, Parks and Rec, uh, which is pretty good. I watched uh, The Boys on Amazon Prime, that. which I thought was pretty cool too. Um, yeah, just, you know, shit like that. Uh, um, uh, I haven't, uh, you know, been fully off work, so I've, I've still been, uh, working. So I haven't had, uh, too much, uh, free time on my hands. So, but, uh, yeah, I mean, just kind of replaced sitting and watching sports with sitting and watching television <laughs> and you just replaced sitting and watching sports with sitting and playing video games. Correct. So, you know. Nothing uh, super spectacular, <laughs> I'll tell you that. That's for sure. <laughs> but I'm okay with it, and I'm not ashamed of it. All right. Frank, you ready for uh, the gas pedal? I sure am. Oh, yeah. Thanks again for your uh, emails and uh, and Twitter questions. I appreciate it a lot. Uh, once again, Gasman lives on Twitter, Balljank Podcast on Twitter, um, Balljank Podcast on Instagram, although uh, it has nothing to do with sports. It's just pictures of my dog, but you like dogs go ahead you can follow me there and look at those pictures and uh you can always email at uh balljunkpodcast at gmail.com uh guest pedal time Mm -hmm. ready frankie always it's been a while all right and here we go kenneth heiner mauler is stepping down as canada's women's soccer coach will this be a positive or a negative positive I, have no, I actually saw that today. I have no idea. Alexis Lafreniere of the Rimouski Oceanic has been named Canadian Hockey League Player of the Year. Will he be the number one overall draft pick in the NHL? No. Roger Federer. Oh, yes. He, sorry. Yes. Yes. Yes, he will be? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Roger Federer had a setback on his knee surgery recovery and will be out until 2021. Can he still win a major? No. Michael Jordan and his crew reeled in a 443-pound marlin at the Big Rock Blue Marlin Tournament. 
what are the odds Jordan placed a bet on that weight? 100%. <laughs> or maybe not the weight, something in general. Uh, Scott Pfeiffer, who won three world championships as Randy Furby's second, is the new coach of Canada's mixed doubles program. What sport am I talking about? Badminton? <laughs> Curling. Oh. <laughs> I missed the keyword at the beginning. <laughs> I was like, what is going on right now? Uh, UFC's Fight Island <laughs> is a real thing. UFC President Dana White announced four events on Abu Dhabi's Yas Island, beginning with UFC 251 on July 11th. Coronavirus outbreak, yes or no? No. And NASCAR is allowing fans back to their races in Florida and Alabama with safety precautions. Coronavirus outbreak, yes or no? I don't know. <laughs> this is not a quick answer. Uh, oh, sorry. I miss. This is not in the spirit of the gas pedal. Is UFC having crowds? No. Okay, that's that's what I thought. So no, this yeah. one, yes, probably. <laughs> That's the gas pedal bringing you did very, very well. Thanks for listening to the show. We'll see you for episode 42. PJ Brown. Sometime. <laughs> Check it out. We'll, we'll get there eventually. Balls. Balls.